check it out, hey, 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 check it out. Hello. Hey man. Sorry, I went to went to put some socks and shoes on. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, glad you got that taken care of. <laughs> Let me make sure I got you here. Checking our volumes. Like I can't hear you now. I uh can you hear me now? I can hear you now. We are on. Okay. okay. Well, what's happening? Brother, just trying to uh, trying to make it through this uh, crazy election cycle, man. You believe this stuff? <clears throat> I do. Because uh, I kept asking people about Dominion and their eyes just kind of glazed over like what do you mean <laughs> yeah I'm like you know my, Dominion counts the amazing. votes they still count the votes and and apparently they are and <clears throat> they are well you notice that any that uh, it comes down to it and it's over a day, over two days. Democrats always come out on top. I wish there was just some kind of oversight. You know, just um, having them act shady, I guess, isn't proof enough. Being well, shady. Like, yeah, um, I mean, I'm not, you know, the oversight... Well, like the oversight in uh, Arizona with uh, the Kerry Lake and Katie Hobbs, and Hobbs was the oversight in all the elections in that state? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they still had the drop boxes. You know, the video that was going out in America County saying that, you know, one of our tabulators is down. One's only recording seventy-five uh, percent of the vote. People, people started getting up. To, listen, you have to be completely brain dead if you if you don't think this. John Fetterman, Katie Hobbs, are you kidding me? Um. Well, <laughs> are there really that many people who are all in for something like that? Because apparently they're getting all these votes. If I'm to believe what I'm told. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not even close to being there. Um, I'm. I'm very. Um, I'm. I'm not even skeptical. I'm just going to call them out as just blatant <laughs> cheaters, liars, and um, we have too many rhinos that 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 don't care. I mean. There was definite cheating going on. You know, the, it's the states with the with the drop boxes, the same judges that uh, say they're allowed. It's it's the same it's the same narrative. I mean, it's every time um, 
anytime you're allowed to drop votes, anytime you're allowed to, you know, have the, the person that's in the race oversee the votes, uh, it's just a massive vote dump. And it's, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I think, I think it's all over. Like in the last two years, what we should have been hearing you, is... You know, a settlement. What's that? Well, I was going to say, you know, when I said on my show that, you know, there was not going to be a red wave because there is still, there's still the judges, there's still the um, election boards, there's still, ever, you know, there's still cheating going on. And there, you cannot, well, I mean, it's just like Biden said, it's not who cast a vote, it's who cast a vote. Yeah. You know, and I think um, other I'm communist not, not people loser, say man. that. Listen, I'm exactly right exactly right you know that comes straight from fidel castro's mouth you know it's like i don't know you know and i'm not a sore loser you know i played sports my whole life you know we lose we lose you know we do it fairly and hey you know best man wins but this is just this is blatant disregard i mean they're just doing it out in the open now they they don't even care anymore. it is uh absolutely ridiculous <clears throat> that things like that are allowed and and i've said for the last two years that there wouldn't be why would there be and they're like well because everybody's mad and i'm like well so those same people lost an election you know voting with trump what's changed since then do you think we'll be able to actually vote somebody in because you know if they cheated then what's to keep them from cheating now and they're like oh well they wouldn't dare do that again yeah well it's come to it's come to the point where you know i'm sure the democrats the liberals the socialists you know that they say so what they're mad so what they're questioning everything i mean it'll never be aired on television we we've got free reign to do whatever we want to do and even you know even even some of the conservatives that are that you know I listen to, it's just man, let's do something. Let's let's quit talking about it, man. Let's do something. This is ridiculous. I mean, it, it's time the rubber's meeting the road. And it, it's time to it's time to fight for this country because you know here in a year maybe two we're we're not going to have one. We're yeah, going to be Venezuela. We're going to be Cuba. We're going to be. Yeah, we're not hearing the Republicans, 200 and some in the House and 40 some plus in the Senate, saying anything about it also. They, no, nothing. No, they won't do anything because they're part, they're part of it. They're the same people, um, and not all of them. But there's some good ones out there, but most of them just have an R. Um, you know, behind their name, and it's that's all it is. They're, they're all they're all in cahoots. I was reading an article today that uh, uh, the Republicans are going to work with the Democrats to choose a new speaker. Are you what are you, are you out of your mind? We have that power now. I mean, and you're going to, you're going to let you're going to work with the Democrats, man. That, that tells me all I need to know. Well, I saw about all I needed to see today was a video of O'Biden in China wearing a Chinese 
communist jacket over in China going to go meet the president of China <laughs> yeah right. you know I saw Reagan I saw Reagan and Trump do that once <laughs> what come on man I'm just kidding but yeah that is that is that's not being a leader that's not showing your muscle that's not saying enough is enough but they profit too much man they they're they're all in on China they're all in on that so um it's it's a sad state well, no, did, uh, I was I was I was praying that I was going I, I was just praying I was going to be wrong and on on the red wave but I wasn't I mean I I called it I knew I knew what was going to happen did that president Chi uh, have Biden removed from the table while he was there? <laughs> like, well, like he, he didn't did... even show up. He said, "Man, I can't make it." <laughs> He's probably afraid Chi was going to have him removed, like he did his second in command, like a couple weeks ago. Right. Yeah. You're gone. I don't know you. Six feet under right now. Don't touch me. (laughs) I don't know you. Who are you? It's crazy. Exactly. It's oh my goodness. I'm like oh. You know, there's just no Craig. There's just there's no good news. There's really not any good news until we do something. Yeah. You know, but getting people to do anything, getting them to vote. And, you know, I was talking to myself on my show and was like, there was a lot of people who didn't vote. And even like with Ron DeSantis, who got uh, four some million people and Chris got like three million something, right? And uh, so he got 20% more of the votes. But I'm like, Florida's got like 25 million people. So there was a lot of people who didn't even vote. And I'm thinking, you know, somebody, these people who didn't vote ought to, and there's reasons why. Maybe, you know, they don't believe anything or maybe they don't care for either one of them. And, uh, but I would believe that they, they don't care for either one of them. So, why vote for somebody that I don't care for? So, I'm like, why doesn't the no vote? When the no votes outweigh both of the votes, there should be like another election. (laughs) Or you get some other people in there to get in that office. Because there's a lot of people who don't vote. Now, I know that sounds silly. You know, the... But the no vote ought to have something to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it should. Do over. Um, But, you know, I mean, the national average. National average for, you know, I mean, the last probably 20 presidential elections have been around 40, 45 percent. That tells me half the people do not vote. So but what you have in turn is Wisconsin. Michigan, Pennsylvania, Arizona during the last presidential election was, they were all over 100% voter turnout. So, that should raise a red flag, but you're still, you know, you're still 60 to 65, or, you know, 
50, 55 percent more than the national average when it comes to those 100 percent votes. So, I mean, you know, it's it's statistically, you know, true that really half of the people that are eligible to vote do not vote. And that is, I guess, kind of consistent to, you know, where we are now, you know, the same trend. But, you know, you have 100 percent turnout, man, dude, there's something wrong. Listen, if you have 80 percent turnout, there should be a red flag saying, whoa, 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 wait a second. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <clears throat> now, my voting, I went in, I was in and out. Bam, bam, bam. Look at these split. It was a well-oiled machine. Me too. Yeah, they don't mess with Florida. They know. They know they can't. They can't even. <laughs> they can't even cheat to make it. Even close in Florida, you know, there's places, but there's there's targets. There's target uh, counties. There's target um, cities. I mean, Maricopa County, Phoenix, um, Philadelphia, Madison, Wisconsin, Detroit, Michigan. And you know that's that's where that's where all this cheating is coming from. I mean, basically, you you know, especially when you have the drop boxes, you know, you you, you get a count how many votes you need, and then if you need more, you shut it down and count for four days, and then you come up with the other votes. Um, you know, that's just not that's just not the way elections should run. They've never ran that way. But you know, telling the liberal that is, I mean, good luck with that. <laughs> <clears throat> no, you you can't tell them anything. No. Maybe use some sock puppets. No, you, I mean not only can you not tell them anything, they just uh, <laughs> transgender sock puppets. Then they, then they listen. <laughs> they listen. <laughs> oh man. Rainbow so colored penis. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they listen to that. They see the drag show, and somebody tell them something. They, they man, they they'd be all in on that. Man, this is never thought I'd see this, brother. Never thought I'd see it. Yeah, it is a, a never an thought amazing possible. Yeah, me too. I was talking about nineteen eighty four, the the novel. And re- reading it back in 1984, which I didn't actually do, but I ended up reading it when I was, I don't know, in my 20s somewhere. And I remember when I read it then, it seemed like that book, I was in a black and white world. But I was like, no way could any of this ever happen. This is stupid. This book is stupid. This is a the worst romance novel I've ever read in my life. That's kind of what I thought it was. Like, man, what the most depressing love affair ever! And, uh, you know, this could not possibly happen. No way. And, uh, here we are. (laughs) We are getting to that. Re-education it's not anymore. It should be non-fiction. They'll be having re-education exactly, camps. Exactly, man. Non-fiction now. It... You know, and if uh, the government says two plus two is five, that's what it is, right? <laughs> be like, yeah. 
Because numbers can obviously identify us whatever number they want to be. Well, at that point, well, that two may be a two, but my I'm me a two. I'm I'm a three now, so the answer is five. <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking about gender. The way I learned gender, if I didn't know what it was in English, was that it became a male, a he. So. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm like, so come yeah. on, people. But okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, can you imagine somebody coming to school and identifying as a cat in 1983? Got him a tail, some ears. Yeah, they'd have a long day. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they'd have a long day, brother. Yeah, I've been kicked out of school, man. And that that's all good now. I think they might be doing that. I don't know. I guess it probably depends on what state you're in. I can't imagine either one of our old alma maters putting up with a whole lot of that. No, no way, no way, no. I'm uh, <clears throat> actually, uh, me and my wife has actually made a uh, made a life decision here. I've uh, resigned from my job and um, getting uh, in the process of selling my rental properties. And um, it's you know it'll it should be done before we do this. But uh, I took a took a traveling traveling job through through. Um, uh, what I do in the medical field. I took a traveling job. I'm going to Boise, Idaho, December 12th. Cool. Yeah, you've been up that way. You've been up to Oregon and all that all mm-hmm. that area. So I'm going to spend the last four or five years of my working life uh, traveling around, seeing the country, having a good time, and uh, trying, to, uh, trying to spread the good news of conservatism and the gospel to them. So. Well, Idaho has uh, got some conservatives up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the farthest west I really want to go. Then you're not too far from Don't think Washington. Montana's cool. Nah, no thanks. Coeur d'Alene is cool. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, probably end up at Great Falls. There was there's a, there's always jobs there in Great Falls, Montana. I may go there. I may go down to Utah. I know you. What'd you spend? Where was you at? Moab. Moab, Utah, baby. I did some high school there, and then went back yeah, for about that's ten where, years. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember you had your radio show there. Yep, I had the number one least listened to radio show. <laughs> and that's that the number one least listened to podcast, man. It's uh, fitting. You're on a roll. It's all uphill from here, though. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Hit rock bottom. 
No, I got a few listeners. Or optimistic. There's a few. We're at Moab. Oh yeah. Well, Moab. That was the only radio station, really, and we played a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. They had a million people show up in that town every year. All year long. That's where uh, made famous, made famous by uh, Gabby Patino murder. Poor old Gabby. Well, they wouldn't have solved it had he killed her in Moab. Unless he admitted to it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they definitely used kid kid gloves with that guy, man. I don't know what was trying what was going on there. Put him up in a hotel room, told him to cool off. I mean, I don't know, man. Hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, you're trying to dissolve a situation. I'm not playing armchair quarterback on that, but that's terrible. Oh, yeah. And they were in beautiful places and having all that BS in their life arguing about whatever that gets you killed and think get someone thinking about killing. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you yeah, all? I mean, just the scenery there, just watching on TV. You can't get along in a place like that, then you guys need to separate for good. Yeah, if you're standing out there where a million people come every year to see that from all over the world, and you're standing there arguing with each other, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You are not processing this whole trip. And then I think he went up and killed her up around Jackson Hole, or, yeah, I think Jackson, Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole, yeah. Yeah. And... There you go. That's another awe-inspiring kind of place, and you're up in there arguing. Yeah, it's just... But I just, I really, I mean, I know this stuff happened, you know, when we were growing up, but I don't even, I don't even recognize this place anymore. It's crazy. Yeah, it is a unique time to be in right now. With the the progressive with their mandate from God because everybody voted for him. <laughs> It'd be like the Crusades running around with their mandate from God. Right, yeah. Got well, right we've here. given it to them, so, I mean, they're... Got it right here. Got him right here. The bad day for uh, God. Got a stamp. Re-education well, camps come uh, soon. I wish I had the answer. <clears throat> well, you what know, do you think about that. You think those are those are coming? Oh, uh, eventually, yeah. If uh, it's possible, I believe. There are people who have plans to do stuff like that, I believe, in the works right now. Because 
they just like doing that you know Satan has got a uh, a way about him but things can turn around in a moment with old Satan because you know he's just Satan he's just a slacker with a some kind of father problem I'm sure if he sit down as a psycho, psychiatrist they'd probably talk about his dad he's got issues with his daddy wouldn't let him have the car I don't know got all yeah. mad came down yeah, here it's just, it's a amazing. lot of people like to they forget that he is not God <laughs> Satan is not God he's just one entity with who has other people working with him or other entities but he's just a uh, just, a, just a slacker from heaven yeah well it's biblical I mean you know the third of the angels and uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against spiritual wickedness in high places I mean this is it's a spiritual battle and you know we're seeing this we're seeing this play out he, he knows his time is short and he's working extra hard and um, we're seeing it right before our very eyes who would have thought that how about with old uh, Mr. K.A. West he uh, talking about all the Jews making all the decisions and then he well, gets canceled by a bunch of Jews, I believe. <laughs> but my point here is not that they're Jews, is the fact that I don't think they're really Jews. They might have Jewish names and tell people they're Jews, but I really don't think Jews are allowed to act that way. Well, I've said this before, you know, Jews is not only a race, it's a or people it's uh or it's a religion but um you know the the jewish zionists are you know they're they're as worldly as your you know your atheists and you know it's um there are there are good jews um there are messianic jews there are just they're orthodox jews um you know that will that will see the light if they live long enough but you know it's uh you just see you see this stuff and it's like man you know you, you write a you write a book and it takes you know it takes over three three and a half thousand years to write and it all just comes together so beautifully isn't it's impossible to do and um you know we're seeing all this stuff all this stuff just play out before our eyes and it's just um i don't know man I, and it, i don't think it's an age thing with me i just think it's just a uh a part that God has just grown in me. It's just like I, I read things now that I read before, and it's it's not only sweeter, it's more true. If that's if that's even a word, I mean, it was true before, but it's like you get this feeling. It's like my goodness, this is really true because <laughs> we're seeing it. I don't know. It's crazy, brother. No, and we are we are seeing that, but you know we. You look out through history, you see times like this over and over again. So there could be something cataclysmic coming. 
another war, who knows. But uh always have faith in uh I had a um Freeman Fly on my radio show way back when and he's a real popular um esoteric guy <clears throat> and very uh knowledgeable about the Illuminati and all that. And I asked him Ooh. about the uh you know, because the Illuminati's been at it since Hiram Abith, you know, back during building King Solomon's temple is how they, they got like a little Hiram Abiff and he, right. had, he had the secrets and and blah 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 and they've been trying to take over the world ever since because they got mad because somebody killed Hiram Abiff and uh, but they haven't ever completely seen their plans come to fulfillment and uh I'm like, there's always some kind of snag that always pops up somehow, some way. I was like, so I got a theory. Uh, Because they call themselves the Illuminati, I want to call this other group of people the Dark. And they have infiltrated the Illuminati. And those little, just a little teeny tiny thing can make things not happen when they do it esoterically. You know, when they do it by the numbers and on this day at this hour and blah 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying underneath if all that kind of thing is happening right? you know I was like and it's never happened how about the dark and that kind of he didn't give me an answer I think I kind of blew his mind for a moment or like maybe thought I was an idiot too that could be but I was like what if there is somebody in those groups <laughs> that we don't know about That are working, yeah. but can only do like the slightest little thing to make it not happen. Like, uh, for example, supposedly they were going to put a capstone on the pyramid in at, in Giza, the Great Pyramid, on nineteen ninety nine and two thousand. It was going to be a gold thing, and some of the and I was just in the fringes of the fringe uh, conspiracy world at that time but I remember hearing somebody talk about yeah and they're going to put a, the gold capstone on there and they're going to flip a switch and it's going to be mind control <laughs> you know like on Art Bell or something like that and uh, that was like a couple weeks later the uh Capstone's on its way. They're flying it there with everybody knows how to do it, and that plane crashes. <laughs> and you know, messes up the capstone. I'm like, yeah. maybe something. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, is going on somewhere, and I like to call it the dark because they stole the light. But through the dark, you see the light. Well, I tell you, there's. Uh, or, you know, I mean, it could be just a play on words. I mean, how many times have you heard cults, you know, the, the Hare Christians or whatever? I mean, just pick one. It's like, you know, they're all about enlightenment. I mean, it's a perfect name for them. You know, it's like they're 
you know, they're describing themselves as something good. You know, it's just like, you know, changing the word murder to abortion. You know, it's like, you know, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem that bad. So, you know, they're all about enlightenment, you know, their version of the enlightenment, too. And, you know, when you start doing that kind of stuff, it, it, it tends to get a little dark. But, uh, you know, you, you said something about numbers, man. I mean, it's, it's, uh, had a guy tell me one time, he says, you know how you understand the Bible? Just understand that God's a mathematician. And it's, it's, uh, that's a whole, whole different conversation that we could have. But yeah, I mean, but you're right on target when, when it comes to that stuff. We're, we're kind of being very vague here, but, um, you know, I challenge anybody to go out there and just, just look at this stuff, man. It's, it'll blow your mind. Yeah, they're very ritualistic in their ways. So, uh, I can't pull it up out of my memory now, but one of my recalls of something in the New Testament was, I think it was Jesus talking about it, about, you know, about rituals of men. Not to really get involved with that. Right. Don't get into that, you know, um, don't get into genealogies, don't get into rituals, you know, it's, I mean, you know, the whole, all the way through, you know, it's, it's about a relationship with him. And I think it's, I think it's important that we realize that because it's like, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody like, like I'm in, I'm in a relationship with my wife and as you are, it's like, I know, I know everything about her. You know, I, I know when, you know, somebody tells me that she's a mean person. I can say <laughs> you got the wrong girl. <laughs> it's like you know that's that's kind of how all that works. It's um, ah, or be man. like, what did you do to her? Go a thousand. <laughs> right, right, yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> well, it must have been you if you if you think she's mean. What had you done? Yeah, exactly. Cause you know. But, but what I'm saying is, you know, when when people are just saying something to you, I mean, right right off, it's, this is this is all about the relationship. I mean, right off, you know that, okay, dude, you you have no knowledge of the Bible. Okay, it's just like you, you. I guess a good good term is you can smell the BS if you really like if you really know the Lord and what He's doing. You really know your spouse. I mean, when somebody tries to tell you anything different, I mean, you know it. But the problem is people don't know that, and they fall for it. They fall for everything. Hook, line, and sinker. Say that old song, you know. If uh, you stand for something or fall for anything, it's um, you know if you don't have you don't have that cemented and rooted down, you know, like the first psalm says, you know, you know we're, we're, we're trees, we're planted, you know, the roots that are by the river that grows. I mean, if you don't if you don't do that, I mean, you're going to fall for anything, and that's what we're seeing today. People are uh, blindly, I mean, look what they've gotten so many progressives to believe. All the different genders, uh, murdering a baby is okay. Defund the police. (laughs) Everybody deserves a free meal every day, all day. And housing. 
Many of these uh, and people don't, want to defund the police, like uh, Nancy Pelosi and her crew was the first person they called when Paul was getting hammered. <laughs> I still oh, like to see how that that turns out to be. Rather, we're never going to know. I hate to say it, but. Well, surely with everybody and the brother with a camera around that house, they would be able to do something. I'm sure there's a lot of video out there, but it will never it will never reach the uh, the sheep's eyes. You know, the mainstream media will never release that. That the police chiefs and the um, city council, the attorney generals, that are, you know, that are you know, in on this whole charade, you know, they're never going to release that. Like it's like uh, Epstein's videos. It's like assassination. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We'll never see him. We'll never know. That's a shame. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's where we're at, man, and you know these, like I said, these. They did have taxpayer people come to their house for to protect them. They didn't call their own bodyguards to take care of it. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know, brother. It's. Uh, it's not going to end well. Well. <clears throat> but we are too. Well, I was just going to say how embedded the families are, the Pelosi's and the um, Newsom's, how embedded they are to each other. I mean, he calls that Newsom was, uh, calls uh, Pelosi's husband, Uncle Paul. Yeah. They're all I mean, buddies. How about this right I, here? Newsom ran for governor and won. Do you know who he was running mm-hmm. against? Seems like you should know his name. Satan himself. I don't know. Well, and the reason I was listening to uh, Sam Tripoli and... Uh, him and some of his guys on his show, they're all from like that L.A. area. They're doing a show out of L.A. And uh, they brought up that he ran and the fact that three of those guys that were living in uh, L.A. did not know who he ran against. They never heard of his opponent. Yeah. And they're kind of on you top know, of things. It just kind of brings him. Yeah. Well, you know, he was recalled. You know, they, they had enough signatures for recalls, and, and they recalled him. And uh, he won. And uh, he won by the people that voted him out to recall him when the final vote tally wasn't even close to what um, yeah. the, uh, the recall he, number was. He ran was, against. You know, the signatures were. So. Do you know who you ran against in the recall? I believe I do. I really, I, I, Larry I Elder, know. and uh, 
Yes. Bruce Jenner. Because oh, I remember yeah. him calling Larry Elder a uh, white supremacist at one point. And I'm like, he's a black dude. <laughs> you know, that he does radio. Yeah, Larry Elder. I like him. But that's who he ran against during the but recall. I shouldn't, I shouldn't like him because he... Right. But you know what, Craig? I really, I, or I really shouldn't like him because I'm a white male and we're all racist. I got to rethink that. Well, <clears throat> see, yeah. that's they they changed the tell. meaning of things. They like to infer to conclusion on everything. So they see a white guy, they want to be offended by it. I remember way back when, when I was doing yeah. radio, uh, we made a joke one night, or probably a few, but I was like, man, I remember when I was a young man, 18, 19, I was like, I knew everybody in the whole world wanted to be me. Free, white, and 21, so maybe I was 21. But I was like, now, I don't know what the cool thing is <laughs> you know, this has been like in 2008 or 10 or something I don't know what the new hip when somebody else is out there like what's their ideal wannabe I don't think that they, they still want to be free right. white and 21 or is no the, they want to be a free Roman kitty <laughs> Range free, Man, I, I, cage free this, kitty. This, this leads me into just a short story. So, people I work with, you know, we're watching uh watching this YouTube videos. And this I don't know if you know who Harry Styles is, but he you know he always wears women's clothes and stuff like that. Guy has a great voice. He did like this um youtube videos on the howard stern shows um but he redid sledgehammer by um peter gabriel man it sounded so good and i just went off on this like man he dresses like a girl he has a pearl necklace on this that and the other and then this the girl one of the girls i work with looked at me and said will you listen to twisted sister i said yeah i mean you know we understand that kids are young but i still voted for ronald reagan <laughs> like that's what kids do man they you know they 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 jump on you know oh man he's so cool but you know uh, we had boy george <laughs> well boy george would punch them all out he still voted for reagan how to vote for boy george I just thought that was funny you know going back it's like yeah you know i did i, I did Love Twisted Sister. I love Motley Crue, and yeah, I listen to a little bit of Boy George. But you know, the kids these days, man, it's just they've taken it. Uh, I guess what one generation will tolerate in moderation, the next will tolerate in excess. But you know, I, I don't know if that's yeah, it's a good saying. I don't know if it's true, but you know, it's just like I, I see some of this stuff today, and it's like they just they just don't have a clue of how you know it's how the world's supposed to work and. Well, everybody's screaming for socialism, but you know, boy George didn't identify as a, you know, kitty cat. 
or anything other than you know they didn't even really him I don't remember him identifying as homosexual I mean you figured it out <laughs> but and Twist's sister yeah, didn't identify clue, as a bunch of women that's what I'm saying you know these these, these kids these days they just take it one step further and it's just like man this next generation man I just I just don't know good lord Good Lord. Well, what about the next one? After Generation Z. We'll see what that'll be. Yeah. It's like, you know, I always say, you know, it's it's time to, it's time to make a change. You know, we're going to have to, you know, I mean, I'm not sitting here saying I want a civil war, you know, but, you know, it's kind of looking that way. But, you know, when it really comes down to it, we're too soft. I mean, even our generation, Craig. I mean, even the the Gen Xers, you know, we're that or the you know the MTB generation. You know, we're we're all too soft, and if we're too soft, you know, Gen Z and Gen Y. I mean, they're they're softer than we 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 love our comfort zone, and you know that's um, that's one reason I'm traveling. It's like, man, I'm, I'm just I need to get out of my comfort zone, man. I need to. I need to I need to start doing some stuff, man. Well there you go. You get a different perspective on things out there. For sure. Maybe it's get, not as the perspective I get on top of the mountain, but maybe I'll get a little bit of perspective. Yeah. We get a uh they got a what is it, the uh Boise Idaho college football team's got that blue football field blue turf yeah you'll have to go check well, that out exactly where i'm staying is it well it's 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 about a mile away from where uh, we got a little bed and breakfast a little nice little place for 13 weeks and uh college is right there hospitals uh, two blocks away so i'll i'll get to see that but we're just excited just to get out and just to meet new people and it, it's not it's not something that you know we're going to do just to hey you know look at look at Boise this is great look we're sitting in a hot spring look at these mountains I mean I want to I want to talk to people you know I'm, I'm going to start you know I've had you know my podcast that I had uh, kind of went defunct uh, it's what happens when you got two people doing it but uh, I'm going to do my own and just um, hopefully just interview people and just 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 pick their brain and just try to Try to talk some sense into them, but I'm excited. But anyway, what I'm saying is, this is our comfort zone. We just uh, we do not want to. We go to work, we come home, we, you know, we we eat, we work out, whatever you do, you know, and then you know you get up and do it again. And anything anything that is off of that, you know, it's like oh, it's too scary, too scary. I can't do it. We're soft. Yeah, we got to get uh, out of our own echo chamber. We're going to have it in that, those reconcentration camps. We're going to have our own echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've uh, always had the... Well, I forget where somebody... It might have been in uh, 1984. I don't know. But uh, thinking will be guerrilla warfare. Is the quote. Thinking will be guerrilla warfare. 
Well, it, it's like that now. I mean, I mean, I'm going to ask you a question. It's your show, but I'm going to ask you a question. Can you even talk to a liberal? I can't. No, no, not unless I'm, I'm being professional somehow. Just you I mean, know, being professional. I'm at the point where you know me. I'm not, right, being professional. I mean, you know, it's like you know, I I used to say you can't talk to a liberal. Well, a liberal can't talk to me either because it's like that's how divided we are. That's how, how you know, and that's I mean, that's the groundwork of real warfare right there. It's like you can't even. I mean, love your neighbors yourself. You know, love if you if you if you don't love people, you you know, the love of God in you, man. Those those verses scare me to death because I'm just like, man, I. I mean, God, I, I'm trying, man, but I, I can't. It's just like these people are just crazy. Well, man, you got to remember. Yeah, they hated I, me. I brought him up a lot here recently, but old Jonah. Mm-hmm. He, he had issues about forgiveness. You know, he had a real, I think it was Niva, 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 I'm a Ninevites, man. Those those people are mean. They're they're ruthless. They're crazy. I ain't going. I I no, yeah. He was like, I'm not going to tell him you'll forgive them if they repent. And the uh, thing is, is is like Sodom and Gomorrah was going on too. That was like at the same kind of time. And Nineveh got a pass, kinda. And Jonah was he was uh, not having yeah. it. So maybe maybe I'm gonna get swallowed by a big fish or something. I don't know. Maybe that's what I need. Well, you know, when <laughs> God has a uh, plan, you know, he, He's gonna make you do it. Yeah. Go get you swallowed by a yeah, whale. You're right about that. I'm... I mean, he he went out of his way. The people even threw him off the boat. Get. Uh... <laughs> That's the funny part of the story. The people that were on the boat weren't even, you know, they weren't even believers, and they knew something. It's like, man, we got to get this guy off here, man. This guy, something's going on with him. We we, we don't want no part of it. We got to get rid of him. You done pissed off, off everybody. It's like, I off pissed off a town, but you have pissed off somebody special, man. I don't know who you pissed off, but you got to go. <laughs> we ain't having it. I'm like wow, yeah, it's crazy, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't know what's in store, but you know, don't don't know what's in store. But man, I gotta gotta be faithful doing it. Well, you know, and this is something I like to think about sometimes. Is uh, is John the one who wrote Revelation? Is he here right now? Is he sitting anywhere writing things down yet? You know, because we're coming, you know, time traveler is kind of what he was. And so theoretically, John's going to be hanging around looking somewhere and writing it down. I like to be able to look up and see him somewhere on third floor window somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> like, hey, John. <clears throat> I wonder yeah. if we could approach him. He, he wrote the uh, island of... Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. That's uh 
I think that's what I was like, you know, what are we going to do? I know we're going to bow, we're going to worship. It's like, man, I got, man, I got a lot of people I want to talk to, man. I want to talk to Nehemiah, man. I want to talk to Moses, man. I want to talk to John. God, I want, man, two guys I really want to talk to is Peter and David. Man. Those guys were just, they were a mess. <laughs> I just want to talk to them. <laughs> yeah, they were cool. mostly a lot of failure in those guys. Also along the way. Right. And uh, God called David the apple of his eye. And, I mean, just read First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, man. David was, this in Chronicles, man, he was, David was a mess. His heart was always right, man. People like David and um, Peter give me hope. Well, they went around, David and his guys went around like just 86 and bad guys for who knows how long and what all kind of madness those guys got into when they were doing their thing. Like they went out you, killed. you look at David and it's just like, he was, yeah, killed Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, and then, you know, took Bathsheba and, you know, but man, when David was faithful, David was faithful. He was like a he'd be he'd be the perfect uh, patient for uh, Zoloft right now, man. Just bipolar. <laughs> he was, you know, he's apple of God's eye. That's all I need to know, man. I mean, just but it kind of gives you it kind of gives people like me hope. That, you know, a guy like that can be in God's favor, man. You know, you just try to stay faithful to Him. You know, you're going to screw up, you're going to mess up, and you don't do it. You know, premeditatively, you don't uh, you don't do it because you're going to you're going to be forgiven. You know, that's not that that is completely antithesis of the gospel. But you know, that's uh, that's the way it is. Yep, they all messed up. Except, I guess Job. Job didn't. Well, Job did. There, I, I think there was. You know. Um, Enoch, of course, Enoch was. I uh, don't know if Enoch was perfect, but you know, God, uh, God took him out, and he took he took Elijah out. You know, we know Elijah was. You know, he was having his doubts. He had his struggles too. Um, you know, I guess that's why you know you know those are those are in there because you know when the, when the you know Bible says there was none righteous, no, and you know Jesus was the only one. You know, it's just like okay, well, yeah, even look at Elijah and Enoch, man, they. As as holy and as you know, children of God as they were, man, they were. Uh, they had issues. They had that fleshly, fleshly stuff going on, and it's part of it. Yeah, it's uh, thank goodness for Jesus, because God was yeah, definitely hard so. on uh, on him back then. Oh, yeah, lay down look, the look, old look what he, you know, look what he asked. Yeah. What, what he asked. Uh, um, oh man, what am I trying to say? Gosh, look, look, asked Abraham to sacrifice his own son, just to show faithfulness. Can you imagine that? Yeah, and uh, and he was Not gonna. 
He was gonna. He was gonna do it. And that was something I always thought was yeah. kind of creepy when I was a young person. Because <clears throat> I can't see yeah. my dad doing that for some reason. You know, or my grandparents. You know. Some of my favorite, my favorite two words in the in the Bible are, and it's listed everywhere, but God. And in that situation, but God provided a lamb. You know, you always you always see this stuff going on, and it says, but God. It's like, oh, thank God, there he is again. <laughs> yeah, I love those two words together. I don't know. Well, he did, and, uh, and wow. And see, we'd still be doing that, I guess, if it weren't for Jesus. Because he was a sacrifice. Yeah, oh, Abraham. Right. Was, uh, you know, it was. Abraham going to kill his boy. I'm surprised God didn't slap him in the back of the head. Because that was kind of like his point. Was he was all up against like people uh, sacrificing their babies to ball? I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It took a tremendous amount of uh, faith, which which is I've said it before. I said it on here. It's it's, it's a relationship. I mean, he had that relationship, and you know, you can get into um, you can get into you know debates about. Well, did did Abraham know all along? No, I don't think well, he yeah, knew. He did. Well, didn't take much faith if he knew all along. I said, "Well, take, yeah." But you know, you know the you know playing the other side of it's like, well, yeah, he didn't. If he had that relationship, he 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 probably had a little bit of an idea, or maybe, maybe knew God him, was uh, but, not going to uh, let him do that. Right. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like all right, man, you know, you... I, I kind of tend to lean. On yeah, gotta hey, have faith I trust that he's, you, man. Whatever, whatever yeah. you need, whatever you think, man. I'm, I'm yeah, all in. So, but this, this is yeah, this is your stuff. sacrifice. You know, <laughs> you told me to do it. My kid. If it's your kid, ain't my kid. You just gave him to me to raise, man. That's your kid. <laughs> whatever you want me to do with him. <laughs> That'd be pretty hard for me. I would be like, uh, all right, man. I'm gonna. Uh, you know, I've been all in on this faith thing up until now, but can I see some ID before I kill my kid? We have another conversation about this faith. Yeah, I don't know about this. Like, uh, hold on, hold on a second. Yeah, I was like, uh, do I have faith? But yeah, I would. Uh, I would definitely have to check myself. I'd have to have more of my voice in my head telling me to do that. You know what I mean? You would. It'd have to be not my voice coming back. Yeah. I heard um, big Tim Tebow fan. I'm an I'm an Ohio State Buckeye fan, like through and through. He killed us in the national championship, but it's one of those guys that you just can't help to like. But Heard him the other the other day saying, you know, live your life and do everything that that it, God is your only audience, nobody else. Everything you do, He's your only audience, 
And um, I've heard, you know, I've heard that before, but just the way he said it was like, you know, that's that's so true. I mean, do everything like you're like he's the only one watching. Uh, I don't know. He's a good dude, man. I like Tim Tebow. And thanks to the 1984, there are other people watching now also. With cameras exactly. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. You got, you got a big thought you did. And they are. They are everywhere. I assume they're everywhere. Too. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like, wow, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't grow yeah. up in this time. No way. What I want Yeah, to be you know, I was... <laughs> 13 right now. No way. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, you, you, hear, you hear these stories about kids, you know... Boys and girls taking pictures of their nether regions and sending it off, and this, that, and the other. It's just like, man, I'm sorry, man. At that age, I'd been all over that. I'm so glad I didn't grow up in that. It's like, you know, we 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 give these people, we give kids, you know, all this technology, and you know, there's there's hormones raging, and they do this stuff, and then we think, oh my God, that is the worst thing. But I mean, it's. It's a hard time, man. I, you're right. I would never want to grow up in this day and age as a kid, man. Forget about it. No thank, way. No, thank you. There's just way too much out there. And especially, like, young, some of the books I've seen, I don't know if it's just hate bait clicking for the books that are in elementary schools now. I'm like, what in the world? I can't imagine my librarian's... Letting anything like that in there. And uh, I'm like, wow. Okay. And I'm not it's big crazy. on book it's, burning. It's, Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you. it's got to go both ways, brother. I mean, if you if you want to... Um, you know, you, you, you stick a uh, you stick a Bible and a Hustler magazine beside some you know, in front of somebody said this is the only two. I mean there is that there is that free will. I mean I think that's part of not only being a Christian, but it's part of being a free nation. It's like, you know, whatever one you wanna do man, that's fine with me, man. I don't care, but I know where I'm going. But at, at thirteen, I, I know where I was going too. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Just being honest. Yeah, I can't imagine the gender thing going on now either. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. You identify us. Dude, I, I saw you in the shower. You're you're far from a female. <laughs> yeah, and that's Mr. the other Cole thing. made us take a shower. Ass man, you're out of your mind. I wonder if they can even shower around each other. I guess they do. I remember, like, some of the the swim team people had to shower with old dude that said he was a girl. And he's not a girl. He has a, you know, swinging thing. Hanging and dangling. Walking through there. Mm-hmm. 
Like, come on. You grew up in the 80s or even before 60s, 70s, I mean, you took a shower at school after gym class, and if you played sports, I mean, you know, I remember just being on the football team, and, you know, we had we had six shower heads, and you'd have, like, you know, 15 people in there. It's like, you know, it's like, man, you know, it's like, oh, well, I think I'm a girl. <laughs> Dude, let me, let, me just, let me just tell you, you're not, okay? Not that I'm looking, but... <laughs> Yeah, coming out in the closet. Get out of um, your mind, man. You need to, you need to go to Mister. Yeah, you need to go to Mister. Edwards' biology class, man. He's obviously not getting through to you. <laughs> Lord, crazy man. People are strange, man. And it said it was they were going to do you know things like this. This is you know one of the signs. Is stuff like this like wow I mean when does I mean Sodom and Gomorrah happened excuse excuse me you know 4,000 years ago we ain't changed we ain't changed a bit same same no he wiped all that out way back when and it took a while but here we are again seeing those kind of things wiped out the earth wiped out the earth before that you know went to you know Sodom and Gomorrah wiped it out and uh, what makes us think he's not going to do it again I mean says he's going to do it you know book of Revelation book of uh, Daniel so we know it's going to happen yeah it's going to be the smackdown it's coming man it's just uh, yeah I mean Simon Gamora is going to look like a it's going to look like a gay pride parade man everybody happy I mean this is a, it, 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 the smackdown's coming and we deserve it and we're going to get it and um, that just uh, it depends on what your what your views are on the rapture I'm you know I'm, I'm a pre-trib kind of guy I think we're all going to be taken out of here before that all that happens but you know there's still going to be there's still going to be a lot of tribulation I mean good grief I'm 56 man I've, I've lived through a lot of it you know personal you know, um, uh, just tragedy, tragedy everywhere. It's uh, it's going to happen. You know, tribulation is going to, you know, it's going to be it's going to be bad. You don't want to be around for it. No, no, you don't want to be around for that. So, but if you are, make the best out of it. <laughs> Could be a good time uh, if you're wanting to lose your head. That'd be a perfect time for that. Because there would be a lot of head chopping off in those yeah. days. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of um, if you want to eat, yeah, you know, and you, you don't, uh, you know, it's just like us right now, you know, we're, we're not bowing down to this new, this uh, world economic form forum the great reset you know it's just like if you want to do that during the tribulation number one it's too late but if you do it then you're just going to get your head chopped off you're not just going to get canceled so you know it's probably very wise to make that decision to follow Christ now instead of waiting uh, but you know who am I man yeah but and you know not that I'm hoping for it but to you know to die in Christ is the 
a good thing when it comes down to it later on because they will let you go all you got to do is uh accept the beast and you're 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 cool you'll live yeah it's that easy also you'll live in the flesh it's far better we do that enough well i know i was put down here to say no so that'll be me telling them no <laughs> when it well, comes up hopefully my turn. you won't be there brother <laughs> hopefully I don't know yeah there you go I'd like to think uh, so but I, I don't know I got a feeling I'll be here I gotta I gotta tell them no somebody gotta be the first one I'll be like go ahead come off right here let's do this thing then I'm going to go sit up at the top of the bleachers and watch the rest of this play out get some popcorn hang out hang out with David there you go there you go sit there in the stadium you have to I'm going to be there well, you'll, you'll probably already be up there. Yeah, think of that kind of like literally. That'd be wild. Just You know, and way back when, uh, I think when uh, Rome made Christianity legit, and uh, part of that had to do with uh, they got tired of cutting off Christians' heads after so many years they finally like man we have never ever run out of people claiming to be Christians and them not you know coming to our our way seeing things our way they go ahead and let us kill them so we just there's no fun in that when they show up anymore at the arena Yeah, I think they had like Christians actually coming to the arena to get killed at one point. They didn't yeah. even have to capture them anymore. Yes. Yeah, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, man. They were like, hey, throw us in the fire, man. We don't care. I'm like, what is up with these people? <laughs> this is not even fun anymore. <laughs> You know, this was fun a little while, but you don't. You're not screaming. You showed up in your best outfit, really. You brought your whole family no, with Roberto, you. I just this is not. This is not even fun anymore. I'm going to find new work. This is not fun. They they they'd come to die. <laughs> I'm a warrior. I'm putting my two weeks notes. Like, sheep are harder to kill than these people. Exactly. That's it. When I I quit this job, I'm going to be a sheep herder. That's what I'm going to do. I'm tired of killing Christians. It's no fun anymore. Oh, goodness. Yeah, they got wore out from doing it. 
Like, okay, you win. You're a Christians? Alright, Christians are for real. Everybody else stop killing them now, too. That's no fun. We can all agree on that, right? <laughs> now go eat cake. Yeah, it wasn't long after that. Oh, man. <laughs> well, a little while. Yeah, it was uh, the good old days. Good old days. Romans. Or no more. You could go back and get beheaded. or Well, at least back then you could have got eaten by a lion. I'm, I'm sure they would probably love to have stuff like that. I've heard people on national TV talk about what you know, it would be cool to see Christians disappear, and, and especially Republican Christians. If you're a magna hat, that gets you a like well, you no go to the head of the class. Yeah, that's that's an oxymoron because I I, <laughs> I got to tell this story. I did a uh, I used to teach Sunday school my, in my the old church that I went to, and my topic was can Democrats be Christians? And I read a bunch of scripture and basically came to the conclusion that. No, well, there were a few West Virginia Democrats in there, man. I got called in the office, like, "What do you mean by that?" And I'm like, "Well, I recorded it. I'll play it for you, Pastor. You, you be the judge. I mean, am I wrong?" <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. Well, that's funny. We we put it all on paper. It do the checklist. Put make a checklist, and no, we can't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I told him I was like, man, you know, if you if Jesus was here and he was voting, I said you'd cancel out his vote because you're you guys are for abortion, you guys are for murder. That's the platform you stand on. No, we're a union. I know you're not. You stand on one, you stand on them all. <laughs> I said, you know, James said, if you commit one sin, you're guilty of them all. I mean, you stand on this platform, son, you're, you're guilty of that, too. You, you may be a union guy, but uh, <laughs> breaking news, uh, unions are corrupt. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go over well, man. God, I could I could talk for hours on that lesson. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, they don't, they don't like to hear that. Oh, the unions are corrupt. <clears throat> you know, I grew up around a body unions, and I'm like, man, some of those guys were the biggest thieves from the company I'd ever seen in my life. Just that right it's, there, it's, the people uh, working for the union, but yeah, dues, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, his name Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Good stuff. Yeah, they just, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I will admit that, you know, some of these West Virginia old school Democrats are, you know, they're, I was trying to educate them, man. That's all I was doing. Shoe fits, wear it. Don't get mad. Don't hate the game. Hate the player. <laughs> and I think they uh, get uh, stuck in their ways there back home. They just think they have to. They're on that team, and they'll die on it. That hill every time. That's right. 
Yeah, it's like uh, it's like playing for the New York Jets. Some sometime, you know, during your uh, during your career, you might ask to be traded. It's like, well, you if know that politician you're talking about that road right there he got that built i'm like okay all right yeah he put a road in there yeah, but how much of a payoff somewhere did somebody make money that shouldn't have got it and i'm like and see that road right there yeah well they should have never built a road right there but this politician lived on that road that road was supposed to be built like the next taller up because it was a lot better way to get to the top of the ridge but no this politician wanted it in front of his house so they spent a lot more money that they need didn't need to so he (laughs) could get up there well you know Well, you know, here in West Virginia, I mean, Robert C. Byrd is named after everything. It's like, he built this road. He did a lot in West Virginia. Well, you know, he, he was uh, killed a lot of black people, too, because he was he was Grand Poobah of the, of, the, of the KKK. You know, he was for abortion, too. You know, Robert C. Byrd wasn't a good guy. Well, he built that road. Okay, well, priorities. <laughs> well, he didn't. Which American, is more important to me and which is more important to you? American Hello. taxpayers paid for it. And a lot of people got more than they should have to do it. <laughs> Robert C. Bird. Yeah, I remember yeah, how disgusted I was when uh, Teddy Kennedy had died, and Robert Bird was up there and was like, "I miss you. I love you." I was like, "Oh my God." Get a room with his dead body, okay, freak? But that old man was up there slobbering and crying, talking about Ted Kennedy. I'm like, okay, yeah, he was a nice guy. What was it? Eh, Chap- yeah, Chappaquiddick? I mean, Chappaquiddick. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a fine, outstanding member of society. And that happened that was, early for him. That was Ed, Edward. That was Ed. Yeah, he was He was in his 20s, I believe, when that happened. Yeah, he was a fine but, young man. You know, I mean, he's a, some people you just can't reach. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that nobody, I have like my skeletons in my closet, you know, people aren't going to be like, hey man, yeah, that's great, but you know, do you remember that girl you killed? (laughs) I don't have any of those moments. Though I do remember, um, I got a job one time, because during the the interview, uh, the guy asked me, um, if I was ever convicted of a felony and uh, I did a uh, I think it was like Igor was that his name from Stripes I think it was like a line from one of the movie convicted I was like convicted no <laughs> never convicted <laughs> 
And uh, he like hired me right after that. He thought that shit was funny. Are you? <laughs> are you two homosexuals? <laughs> no, but uh, we're willing to learn. Will they send us somewhere special? <laughs> Classic movie, man. Yeah, there was some uh, great one-liners in that one. But yeah, convicted? Nope. <laughs> Love that. Well, it was better than in the movie. I had to do my my version of it. But yeah, those were that was good good days. Did they go to uh, the Ukraine in that? Yeah. No, he said. He walked out and he said, "We are so lost. Is this Innsbruck, Austria?" <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing, man. They just don't make movies like that anymore either. It, they just don't. No, people get hurt too. Get their feelings hurt. Silly people. Oh, funny. I'd heard a um, one of the jokes they did on Saturday Night Live that people were upset about. <clears throat> so uh, this is not funny so don't laugh but uh, did you know that 12 states for the first time in America have women governors after this uh, past election so that means that 38 other states are having dinner on time I got it got to tell you the best one I heard on SNL, man. It was during... It was the... What is the, the news that Chevy Chase used to do? I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. The guy said um, there was a uh, an overweight ape found in in China and uh, after they captured it, they realized he was overweight because thousands of black men started hitting on it. What the hell? These jokes are, you know, they're supposedly written by a black guy, and uh, that's kind of the way they get get away with it, and the white guy kind of delivers it. So, yeah, but <laughs> oh man, I'll just be driving down the road, and think about that, and start laughing. <laughs> there was some funny SNL oh, skits well. way back when. But right after Trump was uh, elected, I couldn't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. It was barely tolerable because they wouldn't make fun of Obama. But when they... uh, No. And I was all cool with making fun of Trump, but then I'm like, man, all your skits are making fun of Trump. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's there's things to make fun of. I mean, you know... but yeah, they were just, it was terrible. I quit watching it after Will Ferrell left. I mean, it was just like it started getting bad. That's when they started getting real political. And I was just like, I'm done with this. Yeah, you got to do both sides. You got to offend both people, both parties, if you're going to do one. In my opinion. Welcome to. 
morally and Not ethically. I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> Chevy Chase playing forward, falling down the plane, tripping over the flagpole. <laughs> it's funny. See, and they, the, Will Ferrell doing bust. I got. Uh, so how you going to uh, how you going to calm the uh, all the uh, all the chaos in the Middle East? He says, strategery. Strategery. That <laughs> just got real too. It just got too political, man. I'm I, I got, I'm done with it. He was like, okay, and then Bill Maher. I could barely handle him anyway, but then his Trump error was like, okay, I'm done here. Also. So it was kind of cool when he finally come around a little bit. And I'm like, okay, no, Bill, you helped create this beast, dude. Yeah, yeah. He has come around a little bit. I was getting ready to tell you, man. He's kind of, uh, he's kind of starting to open his eyes a little bit. But yeah, you're right. He he calls that he's he's a piece of he's a POS. Yeah, I'm like, yep. Yeah. I'm glad you figured it out. I am glad you're coming back. Cause um, I remember him making a joke right after nine eleven, and it had something about the uh, the punchline was of the the pilots of the. Um, a plane flying into the Twin Towers for a courageous or a hero or something like that. And uh, <laughs> they canceled his ass like that uh, that night for a minute. And I'm like, well, that sucks. I mean, I'm not a big Bill Maher fan, and that wasn't cool to say, but, you know, he's a comedian. That is his actual job title. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm going to right. give somebody with that job title a pass on things that come out of their mouth. Like me, I'm not a comedian. I, I think mean, I'm a comedian. Like it or not. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Well, that stuff should be covered under the First Amendment. I mean, free speech. It. I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you got it. You got to watch that Rick James, um, Charlie Murphy skit he did. Man, look it up on YouTube. You will, you'll wet your pants. Oh, I remember. I watched all Dave Chappelle way back in, when. I saw them all. I was waiting on Dave the next Chappelle. one. I liked his black uh, Ku Klux Klan leader, the blind guy. The blind guy. What was his name? Oh, what was his name? Oh, God, that was great. <laughs> the blind black dude. I was like, wow. Who is this guy? Because I remember watching him the first time. And <clears throat> and I, I was like, am I offended? <laughs> I don't think I like this guy. <laughs> Then I watched more and was like, okay, he picked on everybody. He was just, you know, a real live comedian. Dave Chappelle yes. is a comedian. And that That's was right. cool. That's right. And, and and they're they're canceled left and right. I mean, it's like, listen, man, free speech doesn't 
if you don't like it, it's still free speech. It, it's not just a speech that you like. It's, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, there's boundaries. I get it, man. You know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to use the N-word, I guess. I mean, if, if somebody's really that offended by it, I mean, but good grief, man. Let's 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 stop this stuff, man. It's just, It's ridiculous, man. It's crazy. Yeah, free speech. You know what I watched the other night? There. What's that? I started watching Blade Saddles. <laughs> and I got through about 20 minutes of it, man. I was like, oh my gosh. How is this still on the air? It was funny. I mean, they were making fun of everybody, but, you know, they, they used the N-word like... <laughs> for 20 times man I was just like I mean it was funny but I was like and then there's a part of me I guess because I've been trained it's like you you can't say that and it's like but they're comedians it's funny <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> yeah some people have got to have that pass and a comedian if they're not allowed to offend people that's just uh, a sin in to the constitution Especially them. It, it is. It is. Right. Right. You yeah. know, maybe me or Nobody you. Nobody's up in arms when. But yeah, when your job title. Funny. Yeah, I I can be funny, but not to everybody. Like, well, I guess no. They they do. They have to offend someone. So. I can handle yeah, being offended. All up in arm. Eddie Murphy dressed up as the that white guy and started walking around New York, you know, acting like a white guy. Listen, as a white guy, that was hilarious. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like we don't act like that. Uh, yeah, we we kind of do. <laughs> funny. Uh, just like, yeah. Get over yourself. I know somebody's dad who just is just up. like him. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, people are just too thin-skinned. And I think it's just so they can have attention. They're just having a fit, throwing yeah, a fit, means. like a toddler. Yeah, like petulant on a child, it's... Uh... It's it's part of that whole entitlement thing, you know. It's just like, how dare you hurt my feelings? I'm entitled for you to be politically. No, you're not entitled to anything. Listen, if you don't listen, if if they don't like nuclear knucklehead, you know, turn it off. Yeah. You know, not like Dave Chappelle, just turn him off. I turn off people. Uh. Who do I, time. I don't. I don't watch the View. I'd turn that off. Who else? Or something. Or some stuff on Netflix. I made sure I didn't see anymore. Yeah. Come up. Sure. I'm like, man. I don't. Why y'all put that? I'm gonna make sure y'all know. I don't want that up in my rotation. Take that crap. Put it somewhere else. It's easy. It's easy. 
just uh, as Nancy Reagan said, just say no, just say no. It's not. I'm not. I'm not watching it. Okay, cool. That's that's you, man. You do you. Let me do me. Yeah. Can't we all just get along? No, we can't. Apparently, it says so in the Bible. No I want you to love everybody, but y'all are not going to get along. Okay, there you go. How's that? I'm funny up here. <laughs> not going. Next question. <laughs> you will love each other. Yeah, whatever. I try. I'm, I'm I'm giving it a try. Hug him. I give him a hug. I, do. I don't I mind. Really do. One of my greatest moments of a hug was a. Uh, um, I was in Moab at a uh, tourist trap restaurant, bar, local thing. Nice place oh, too. I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you. I heard this story, but this is a different one. Go ahead. And the um, I, was, I was I was thinking you were going to tell your station. No, this is a, uh, this guy, and I'm sitting, <clears throat> ironically, like, the bar, I was bartending, and the the first four or five guys were all local redneck, love to fight, cowboy types, right? And uh, this guy comes in, and stands in the middle of this place, and calls everybody in there out, and he's this giant dude, and he's angry and he's just told everybody he's going to kick everybody's butt <laughs> but he wasn't nice about it right and just you know still and just ran his mouth and uh i was like okay i looked down at my four or five badasses down at the end of the bar just in time to see the last of them disappearing around the corner all of them gone i'm like well what in the world and uh, so I knew somebody had to do something with dude, right? So I was like, uh, hey, over here, you know, got his attention. He looked at me. I was like, I'll take some of that. He's wanting to fight with somebody, right? Somebody ain't man enough to take care of him, whatever. I was like, but hey, I'll take some of that. And uh, But I was like, give me a second. I got to do a couple things back here behind the bar before I do it. And this whole restaurant's quiet. And I piddle around and think to myself, oh my God, what have I got myself into? This guy was like all jacked up, much bigger than me. So uh, I was like, all right, God, you know, let's go do this. And, you know, I'll walk out to probably 10 feet away from him. And I'm standing there. And he still hasn't said anything that whole time. He just watched me walk and fiddle around on the bar before I came out front. And, uh, and I was saying things. And then I come out, and so we're standing there looking at each other. And I was like, so, uh, what do you want? You want a hug? <laughs> or No, I said first, I was like, you want to go outside and wrestle? Or you want a hug? And he, like, came straight at me quicker than I could actually move, picked me up, and gave me a big, giant hug. And, uh. We walked out together. It's kind what? of crazy. Yeah. 
He said on the way out, he's like, man, thank you, man. I've been kicked out of every other place in this town tonight. Everybody hates me, blah, 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 blah. You're the only one that talked to me like I was real. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, I got him out, and I walked back in. What's that? Your approach a little bit. <laughs> Well, I walk back in, and here come all the... So the reason you got kicked out, you may want to work on your approach a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talked to him about that. I was like, well, man, you know, you can't. You, I was like, dude, you walked in here and scared the hell out of everybody. And, uh, well, I let him go. I didn't call a law or anything. I was just glad to have him out of there. And uh, so I'll go back to the bar. The local badasses are all sitting back at the bar. So I walk up to them, and announce again okay so here i am with all the local badasses and this guy come in here and you all ran away what in the world is up with that and i'm like dude you don't know him like we do <laughs> you're alive man i thought he was going to pinch your head off i was like well it turns out all he wanted was a hug <laughs> what he wanted was a hug well, O. Ivan, happened to be his name, uh, was like a uh, pretty righteous fella after that. He had stopped doing everything he did after that night. Totally opposite the next day than previous. I like to take credit for that. And God. I like you know give God that credit too. Because I did thank God for not letting him splatter me all over the place in front of everybody. Because he was that kind of big and raging at one point. And I wasn't even manager of this place. I mean, we had hostesses and all hey, kinds of... Not that I'm your manager, but you need, you need to write a book, man. <laughs> That's a good story. Oh, I could even go even more in Dell. You know, Ivan and his... Where he went from after that day. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah, there was a few of them out there Moab man was full of characters remember like the first character I ran into and I gave him all kind of like nicknames and I called him a uh, freaky naked van guy because <laughs> remember I pulled up to this canyon out in Moab Utah and there's this dude standing by his van naked and uh and I remember hearing that I might see naked people out there and I was like, okay. So, but he was out in the parking lot. But he was just giving himself an actual air bath. So he was reaching up in the air with his hands and grabbing it and bathing himself with air. Yeah, I got to know him later after he put clothes on. A while later, when he had clothes on, I. <laughs> you know, and I even told him his I'm name. Even told them, told them all their name, because I gave them all nicknames. Or I used their local nickname, like Crazy Willie. I got to tell Crazy Willie why everybody thought he was crazy. So without giving the whole backstory of him, here is my answer when he was sitting around. Uh, Eight locals, including me, at his uh, Hogan, this like mud dirt house 
big round house kind of thing with a hole in the middle and fire in the middle and uh he's like why do they call me crazy willie and everybody kind of shut up and then he kind of looked at me and i was like and he like asked me again and i was like well willie i was like you go down to the colorado river and you take a bath he's like yeah and i was like and then you get out and you dry off with mud i was like some of us and i looked at the people in the in the hook and, and waved my hand in front of them i was like well you know some of us think that's kind of crazy willie <laughs> i was like that is just uh, you know among other things do i need to go on he's like no okay <laughs> but he was like an artist too he made like yes. really crazy oil paintings And, uh, yeah, he was unique. And he stunk. You know, live, that, to live out there, you, you would have to, it was, it's just beautiful. You, you, you would probably find a lot of odd people out there. You know, he lived out at the mouth of Cane Creek, and that's where, like, everybody would go by his place. Everybody would ever been there has probably seen his house, his Hogan, on their way to go to adventure. There'd be his Hogan out there. Kind of cool. Unique fellow indeed. And they had all kinds of them in Moab because they'd come from all over the place and then just get addicted to Moab and stay there. Like when I was going to school out there, their teachers... I could, I could definitely get addicted. ...were all like highly educated, crazy educated people that were, you know, came from... Harvard and went bike riding out there in 1972 and was like, I'm never leaving. And they teach at the high school now. <laughs> All kinds of stories like that. They never left. Yeah, so there's a lot of brilliant people in that town that are undercover, undercover brilliant people in that town, actually. The aristocratic yeah, type go there I really yeah good stuff man that is good stuff and I explored my little butt off out there I got pretty good with the old uh, Indian native rock art is what I like to call it the yeah. painting and pictograph type pictoglyph and well pictoglyph. I tell you, that's why that's why we're going to go on this little adventure man that's exactly what I want to do I mean one of the first questions uh, my recruiter asked me is like are, are you guys outdoor people because Boise you're just you're like center of everything you can you know six hours you're in Yellowstone, go down to kind of kind of far from Utah, but anyway. But um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to explore everything. I'm just uh, when I get off work, I'm going to just like boom weekends or boom. Um, it's going to be nice, man. Boys want to do it, and maybe one of these days I'll be as cool as you. Maybe, just maybe. It's my goal. 
yeah, I definitely had my outdoor experience. I'm glad I I got a, all the opportunities I had to do the, all that. <clears throat> oh yeah, and had the ability to do it. Cause people our age, man, some of my buddies, they can't do anything anymore. I know, I know. I work in a hospital. I see people my age, and I'm like, good lord, man, gosh, I got to do this now. Yeah, just don't uh, jump off cliffs, like cliff diving in the water. You're too old for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that crazy. And never do any cave diving. And then I think everything else will be okay. No, no, that. Yeah, we're, uh, we'll check out the hot springs and maybe go in there in the middle middle of uh, January and... and uh, setting some of those I guess they're all over the place up there I think that'd be cool God did tell me he said um, need to watch out for grizzly bears and uh, me and my wife were uh, we went ziplining last year at uh, uh, New River Gorge and uh, she said let's let's take this trail there's an awesome overlook you know and I was like okay we got about got about halfway out there about about two miles in and I swear to God, it was like an 800 pound. It was just a black bear. I guess they're not very aggressive, but when you're looking at an 800 pound black bear on a trail and he's looking back at you, it's a little intimidating. Oh yeah. I looked around and told Rhonda I was gonna, I was, yeah, I was gonna tell her, you know, just uh, kind of just gradually back up, and I looked back and she was about a half a mile ahead of me. <laughs> she took off. She gone. <laughs> There you go. Oh my god! So there you go. I got a bear story. I said, she. I told, but I told her. I said, you, you're not going to outrun a bear. She said, only person I need to outrun was you. That's right. She succeeded. She's gone. Yeah, I was going to tell you the. uh, uh, I ran into a black bear in Georgia when I was out hiking out in the middle somewhere middle nowhere and uh, I always have a big uh, stick I recommend that like a Moses stick like something like a foot or so higher in your head to have with you out there in the woods but uh, I took out my whistle I had like just like a coach's whistle that I always have and uh, so I blew it at the bear because it was kind of like in my path way ahead of me kind of and uh, it didn't do anything. That whistle did not affect that bear right. one bit. So, um, so there's that. I always carried it because of of Moab in case I would get lost or hurt. <clears throat> Instead of trying to yell, I could whistle. Just take my whistle and just whistle as my emergency. Because people will you'll, you'll holler it out. Your voice, I suppose. She asked me right after that. She said, I, "I always carry a pistol." She said, "Did you have a gun on you?" And I'm like, "Well, no, it was in the truck." She said, "Well, what that does us a lot of good." I said, "What's this us bull, bull crap? <laughs> you don't. You care." 
You know, see, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm not supposed to run away from them. But black bears are different than a grizzly bear. When there's certain times of years you don't want to run into them. There's a cycle with grizzly bear. Yeah. Well, I was, I've been educated on it. He, uh, he told me, he said, man, don't mess with me. You, you, you got to look out for me. He said, because they're everywhere there. Yeah. You can, uh, they're see, violent. uh, bear poop. You'll know right away when you see it. Like, and I would see a lot of it in Oregon, but not grizzly. I was about, 250 miles south of Grizzly territory. So I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) But you're up in that 250, you're above that 250 mile mark, so they could be anywhere. And they're pretty quiet, really. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, a black bear out in the woods is pretty damn quiet. Now, I don't know if I'd... Well, he, uh... What'd he say? What's some more advice? He jumped. We we had a stare down for probably was only about two seconds. It felt like twenty minutes, but he we had that little stare down and he uh man, those things can move. He was he was huge. He he leapt and just went into the went into the um the brush and you hurt man, you hurt him, he was so big. And I was like <laughs> It's my time to get out of here, man. They only the only time I think they'll attack is if they got you know cubs around or anything like that. So I was like, man, I'm not taking chances. I'm getting out of here. Rhonda was she was already back the truck two miles ahead of me, man. I was like, good lord, man. Gone. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, answers my. Lifelong question, do you really love me? Well, yeah, she had enough faith that you uh, had her back. She's like, I'll be able to run because Barry got my back. Yeah, that's her story. Got my back here. She's sticking to it. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Well, we say we wrap this bad boy up. Is there anything uh, you feel like we should uh, t- touch on? Huh? Anything? Got your uh, your crawl up in your no, crawl? Man, this has been fun, man. This is... Nah, I mean, man, we don't we don't we don't have that long, but um, it's been good. And I tell you what, man, you guys don't listen to this podcast. You guys really need to. It's uh, it's funny. It's uh, it's always informative, and get a little bit of comic relief in it, and. Um, I recommend this uh, to to put on your your uh, daily uh, daily listen. Yeah, I, I put out a podcast every day. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm up over 250 some uh, episodes though. At this point. Yeah, that's that's good. I'm like, hey, that ain't too bad. 
Not too bad. Towards that, man, we're the we're the new mainstream. Media. We're the new mainstream media, man. That's that's where people's going to find the truth. They're not going to find it anywhere else. So, yeah, you're definitely going anyway, to get a man. It's been great, man. We'll do it again. On top of Crawford Mountain. That's right, man. It's, yes, anytime, man. You'll find you I'm, a uh, really cool mountain out there in time, Boise. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And maybe next time we talk, I'll be uh, I'll be an Idahoian. Idaho, no Utah. <laughs> I wonder if that guy, guy running for yeah. governor won. Remember the I, I see that ad that guy sent out, the one that had the U-Haul. He was gonna. Yeah, he did. He did win. I'm like, what is that guy's name? Yeah. Somebody else sent that to me, but I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, there you go. Idaho, you're going yeah, up there. Was... Ain't no free ride there in Idaho anymore if he won. I'm going to enjoy it, man. It's going to, it's going to be fun, but yeah, new adventure. Well, I'm a little jealous, <clears throat> except it's going to be wintertime. And remember, they don't let bears in bars in Boise. Exactly right. I'll remember that. Well, there's some kind of well, brother. It's been nice, man. That. You have a good one. All right, brother. We'll holler at you all later. Peace. See well, there you go. Hey, and if you need to get a hold of me, you can do that at uh, Nuclear Knucklehead at Yahoo.com. And until next time, I'll see you then. Hey, check it out. 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 Hey, check it out.